Good evening on this beautiful Monday evening, another Monday fun day here with the beautiful, the gorgeous Zoe George. And I'm here with the entertaining, the ecstatic, the, uh, the lovely Inga Stoffels. And oh. Even though it is a public holiday, we are still here with you guys. Mm. Happy Human Rights Day for yesterday, that is. Yes, I hope you guys are enjoying this public holiday. I hope you're taking it easy because tomorrow is back to work. Mm, indeed. I hope you guys are also looking into the history behind this day. It's a pretty, mm. it's a pretty intense day. I like that. But <laughs> yeah, we have a very fun show p- packed up for you guys today. We're so excited for everything that's going to yes. go down. We're going to have a very nice, very relevant talk with you guys for the interview. Definitely. And if you are a young adult and you are looking for, you know, financial tips, mm-hmm. tips financially, yes, or just want to hear a little bit more about how you can manage your finances, then this is definitely the interview and the show for you tonight. It's so true because I feel like a lot of young adults, when we approach that area, Mm. some of us are fortunate enough to have had parents who had these financial talks with us. Yes. But many people, they were just kind of thrown in the deep end. Just kind of going with it. (laughs) They're just kind of adulting but like struggling and it's hard. It really is. This is like the first time in our lives where we're kind of independent and for many people they don't always have that you know safety net of their parents so this talk if you are a young adult and even if you're not struggling but you want some tips because everyone Mm. can learn something please stay tuned you do not want to miss tonight's show at all now before you you know we listen to this tonight's show i'm so excited is very excited and you know she always fumbles when she gets excited exactly (laughs) it's like a sign it's because i just like love Helping adults with like financial issues mm. As everyone knows I've been talking about Like how COVID has affected The economy and that's mm. another reason why I believe tonight's show is so relevant And so after tonight we don't want to hear the struggle Is real we mm-hmm. don't want to hear exactly. those words Exactly mm-hmm. if it is real then listen And make it a little more fake Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town, Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town Cape Town Welcome to the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. Now, I really hope you guys use these tips, especially now that we just came from a long weekend. I'm Mm. sure you guys had fun this long weekend doing all sorts of things. Well, if you'd like to do something this coming weekend or just any other time, really, we have a few things you can do. Now, this week's What's Down in Cape Town is sectioned around swimming in dams if you are a confident swimmer or you would just like to watch other people swim in dams because you don't want to go to these places alone. So the first place to go to is a place I've heard a lot about called Bivalak. This lush campsite is in the Groot Winterhoek Mountains and is famous for its crystalline rock pools and waterfalls. When you're not enjoying a refreshing dip in the dam, you can explore the various hiking trails and caves, some of which have been decorated with rock arts dating back thousands of years. Ooh, so you can see something beautiful and swim in something beautiful. That's love that. Love that. Lovely. I love this two birds with one stone thing. <laughs> right? I love how they think about these things. You will have to book a spot because the camps, it is a campsite actually, and they do not allow day visits anymore. Entrance cost is a 30 rand per car, and then the camping rates are 75 rand per adult per night. 45 rand per child. Children are anyone in between the ages of 4 and 17. And children younger than 4 years old get in for free. If you would like to bring your dog as well, you cannot be stopped. You just have to bring an additional 50 rand per night. (laughs) And the next one is the Klein River. 
The peaceful river passes through the Akadis Pass and the lush meadows of the Stanford on its way to the estuary in the Hermanus Lagoon, its calm waters beckoning weary travellers to lay down in the loads and forget about the world for a little while. The bottom of King Street is a particularly convenient place due to the nearby shaded lawns that make for an idyllic picnic spot so you can swim and picnic. They really do Love think it. up a lot of things. You can visit this park anytime and it is open all the time. It has no closing date and there's no entrance fee so you can get in for free. You see now, this is why mm-hmm. I love what's down in Cape Town because my mind is already going. Yeah. I'm already like, okay, what can I do next mm-hmm. weekend? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I like doing these things. They're really fun. They mm. sound amazing. Now the last one, but certainly not the least one, is the Crystal Pool Falls. This is found in Gordon's Bay and it contains a hiking trail that is very doable for anyone who is even just slightly fit. And it's not really challenging at all. The rock pools are along the way and you can cool down in them on your walk and you can make it well worth the slog. The half day hike takes you through a rocky but generally flat terrain and all the way up at the top is a very wonderful and beautiful waterfall, but it is quite a quick trek. So if you want to be hiking for hours, this is not the one for you unless you're crawling through this hiking trail. <laughs> so make sure you have plenty of snacks, water, and energy to get there. Also bear in mind that you have to book this trail because only 50 people are allowed mm-hmm. on the trail. So don't worry, you probably won't get corona either because there won't be a whole bunch <laughs> of people there. Wow, Zoe, wow. <laughs> so that's all we have for this week's What's Down in Cape Town. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Tonight we will be speaking to a very, very special guest. We're going to be talking to Mr. David Malila. Now, David Malila is an experienced operations operations manager within Taxpayer Service with a demonstrated history of working within the government administration industry. He also has bagged quite a few qualifications mm. as myself and Zoe have been reading, you know, a master's degree in business administration, a national diploma in a Counting a higher diploma in taxation. So we are joined by David Malila tonight. David, welcome. Good evening and thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I must say thank you very much for the invitation um, um, that you've extended to me to join the team tonight and um, for the opportunity and the privilege just to be able to share with you and to impart some of my knowledge and my experience mm. and um, just to be a blessing also to the people and to the listeners out there so let me give a shout out and say good evening to all the listeners I hope you will enjoy um, um, being with me, having me on your program awesome awesome wow we are excited for tonight's show because this is something that is that really needs to be spoken about especially to the young adults so mm-hmm. I'm going to get into the very first question and I think the main yes. question for all young adults out there is what are some of the tips that you can give us and them with regards to financial planning um, yes Zoe um, I've been I've been thinking you know and and there is a lot of tips that a person can give. And um, Zoe, I want to start off tonight, you know, um, some tips regarding financial planning um, is that you know, all, all young adults, you know, you need to take responsibility for your financial future. Mm-hmm. And what is very, very important is that you will need to learn 
to have self-control, mm, you know, yes. and it starts, for me, it starts off like this, um, you need to honor God with your first fruit, that's where I'm going to say where it needs to start off, mm. and I would say to when I go into 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 tips for planning, um, for specifically in the finance part, is, is that what you need to try and do, try and do to save at least between 15 to 20% of your salary um, for an emergency fund. You know, because you never know when something that you didn't plan for can just arose or can just pop up that you need to take care of. Mm. So that's why I would say it is very important that you need to plan and put aside so 15 to 20% of your salary. Then I would say, you know, for every young person out there, I was also between the ages of 18 or 20 <laughs> to 35. You know, but I would say now, I would say that start as soon as possible and take out yes. at least a retirement annuity fund. Mm, mm. You know, because even if it means that you will contribute to the lowest um, amount that you can afford, take out a retirement annuity um, a retirement annuity fund. And some other advice I would share on, on financial planning is try and increase your employee contributions towards towards your own pension fund or your own provident fund to at least a minimum of 0.5% per annum. Um, I know this might, might have an impact on your salary while you are working, yeah. but just think about this, Zoe. If you contribute, you are 20 years old, you've got maybe, let's say you've got 30 to 35 more years to work, you contribute a minimal percentage of 0.5% each year um, 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 towards your pension fund or towards your provident fund. Zoe, that can make you to retire at least maybe 10 years earlier if you do that. Or it can make, if you stay on and work until 60, it can increase your retirement benefits so, so, so much. Um, Zoe, also things that young adults can look at um, for financial planning. Um, tax savings plan, there's a tax savings plan which all your insurance companies, most the big ones, Oak Mutual, Sunlam, your Metropolitans, your Momentum, all of these guys, mm-hmm. they have these tax savings plans where you can contribute 36,000 rand per annum and oh. it is absolutely tax free. Hmm. So, sure. so that is also something very good um, 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 to look at and for, for, for some of the young adults that's just starting out getting married, you know, mm. and you're starting with your children and planning to have your family. It is good to look at, it's very, very good to look at um, um, Discovery Insure yes. uh, and take out the policy that can, that will help you and assist you maybe in eight years from now where you can take out, basically you don't need to pay for school fees and also you, if the child goes perhaps to university, that you that you that this policy that you have can be can help and sustain you when you are when you are basically when the child needs to go to university. Mm. So 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 Joey, that is that is that is the some financial tips that that I would give in terms of in terms of financial planning at this stage. Thank you so much. Those are very, very relevant tips. Mm. I have another question. <laughs> Yeah. Whenever my father actually worked in financial services and he always told me you need to have a budget, you need to have a budget. And everyone always says that. So I would like to ask if you have any tips on how someone can structure their budget so that it makes sense for them, especially in regarding to how they can 
like decide how their expenses will work or when it's time to cut something out? Yeah, Joey, Joey, in terms, what I would say in terms of structuring a budget is, it is, it is, for me, I would start with to say that what you will, what you will need to do with me is that you will need to, when you, when you structure a budget, is to draw up a plan, mm. right? So while drawing up your plan, you will need to look at what is your income and what is your expenses, mm-hmm. right? And then you, 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 you will need to say to yourself that you need to live below your means. Yes. And, and stay within the framework of your budget. So, so what I'm saying is living um, below your means is that we can say that you need to take out what is not important mm-hmm. and you need to, you need to concentrate on the things that are important. Um, um, and you need to remove all the unnecessary, unnecessary expenses. The, I call them, I call them not the have ones, the have, mm-hmm. uh, if you, if, sorry, I call them the have ones, so not the have needs. Mm-hmm. So I would say get rid of the have, um, um, um the have needs and just focus on, sorry, on the have ones and get rid of the, um, the get rid basically of the have ones. So, so for me, it's about looking at your income, do a proper, a proper budget each and every month, looking at specifically what is your income, move away all these unnecessary stuff um, that you can move away and, and, and be conservative in your spending. That's yes. what you need to do. Just be conservative in your spending. Mm. And I think that's one of the most um, difficult things for us as young adults is, you know, Mm -hmm. the discipline. Yes. Because when there's when there's plans, when there's a braai, you want to be there. You want to bring your braai. Yes. (laughs) You want to do those things. Um, So, David, you know, this next question also with a lot of like you spoke about newlyweds, you spoke about young adults. So now for the first time, homeowners. Is there like a number one rule or tip you can give to them out there? Um, yes, Zoe. Uh, uh, yes, I can. I can. I can definitely do that, and I can speak out of my own experience. Uh, I've, I've been personally. You know, I've, I am a little bit older than than um, um, the eighteen to thirty-five, so I've also been uh, a first-time homeowner. Mm. So, Zoe, this answer I would I would like to break up just in two seconds. So. So I would break it up to say that um, the one, number one rule for a first-time homeowner, um, if you have bought already a property, so so what I would say is that the first thing that you need to do is in the first couple of months is to manage your expenses tightly, so that you can get used to that bond payment, right? And again, I would say try and settle all your unnecessary accounts, all these small little accounts on the side, these mm. little, I don't want to, you know, say the names, but all these small little um, clothing accounts, mm. shoe accounts, these dresses accounts, <laughs> try and settle them um, um, as soon as possible so that you can focus on what is your main expense within that, within, within when you have purchased house, which is the bond. Right, so so that you can just get used to paying the bond. And some advice and tip, a tip from me is that the first couple of months when you're going to pay a bond is going to be tight. Your budget is going to be extremely tight. Mm. You're going to feel that like, why did I do this? Why did I put myself in this? Uh, uh, because of course your 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 cash liquidity is going to be less. 
So, but after a couple of months, after five, six, seven months, once you start um, 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 to come into this routine of paying this big amount of money towards your bond account, things automatically becomes a bit easier mm. um, 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 because you're becoming used to this expense. But the only way things are going to become quicker, easier for you is if you get rid of all these unnecessary accounts. Mm. Now, if someone is in the process um, to purchase a property, and um, the tip that I would give to that person, um, if you are going to be a first-time homeowner, is that you need to get a good credit, your good credit mm. score in place as soon as possible. And if you if you if you can afford not to purchase for your full bond that you qualify for, do that because with a bond, it doesn't only come a bond payment. You know, Joey. Mm. So, and out of my experience with. When you have a bond, you have to think about the rates and the taxes that you will need to pay. You need to think about your water account. You need to think about maintenance on the properties um, that will come from now and from then. And you need to understand also all these additional costs that Mm. is associated with um, when you you purchase a property. And what I can also say to, to, to young adults or that is that is that's in the market and looking at the property. What is very important is you need to consider are you gonna buy an existing property or are you gonna buy a new property out of the development? Because that can have also an impact. Because if you're gonna buy an existing property, um, you will pay transfer duties and you will pay legal cost also. We know the transfer duties is just to get the property on your name and then the legal cost is for the attorneys that will care in terms of transferring the property on your loan. But if you buy a property in a new development, then the transfer duty cost um, 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 will not be payable. You will only have, have legal cost um, that you need to pay. And that can also be a massive saving um, 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 for you as a, as a, as a first-time buyer. Um, also, some advice is if you can, try and save up the transfer cost before um, you're going to purchase a property. That is, if you can, try and save it up. Because then you don't need to go to the bank and ask the bank for a 108% loan, but then you can go to the bank, get a maybe a 90% loan, a 95% loan, and you know what? Your bond payment at the end of the day will become less, and, and then the pressure on yourself will also be much smaller than taking, taking a bond out of 100 and um, 108%. Mm. So, so, so that is just, I can go on, uh, Zoe, I don't know if I, if, I, if I must continue to give more tips, um, if that is enough. We are um, loving, uh, we loving the tips. <laughs> because most of the things, like, it's things we didn't even know about, or things that, you know, are, we weren't aware of. And yes, I think yes. it also ties in with what you said in the beginning, that it's important yes. to have that emergency money, because for example, something that happened to myself. Now, yes. myself and my husband, we were um, we were driving. Then all of a sudden, it was tires, and then it was this yes. that broke. It was laptops that <laughs> broke. It's like everything just came mm. at once. And if we didn't have that yeah. extra savings, because we've been putting away, you know, from the salary yes. each month, and if we didn't have that, we would have been in serious trouble because those are like tires are, necessi- yeah. are a necessity when it comes to your vehicle. <laughs> so hi, it's Inga here. I'd like to ask if you have any myths that you can bust about young adults and then 
like that generally they would have like for example people thinking that credit is bad or something like if you have any tips like that to bust um, sorry, can you just repeat the question? It seems like I just lost you um, in the line. Um, it's just, you're just very vague. Oh, sorry. It's If there are any like general tips or like myths you can bust, for example, a lot of people hear that credit is bad for you, but that's not necessarily true. You can build, you know, your credit and like your wealth even with credit mm-hmm. if used correctly to buy the correct things. Or, for example, maybe people say, oh, you only need to save X amount, but maybe you should yes. save a little bit more than that. I would like to ask yes. if you have any myths like that that you can bust. Um, yes, yes, I can, I, can, I, can, I can try and answer your question to the best of my ability. Um, you know, what I would say is that, uh, number one, credit is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 because at the end of the day, um, each and every human being, um, there is, while we walk on earth, you know, that, that, and while we, while we face day to day now and living, while we go and have employment, while we run our businesses, um, our lives is valued, you know, and, and we need to build on, 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 on that in terms of what is the total worth of you as an individual person. So, so it is good to have credit. But you will need to be able to manage um, um, the credit that you that you basically um, 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 receive from a, from, a, from a specific institution. That is what you will that is what you will need to do. Um, um, if they if they if they grant you credit, um, um, manage it properly. You know, don't mm. overspend. Mm. Yes. Don't yeah. don't don't spend money that you don't have. You know, manage your life within the framework and within the perimeters of of your earnings, if I can put it put it that. Yes. You know, be responsible. Um, 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 you know, and 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 think before you before you spend. Think about um, is this what I'm gonna what, what I'm gonna invest my money in? Mm. How how much value is it gonna add to my life? Um, let's say in ten years from now, in fifteen years from now. Because a lot of times when we are young, then we cannot see 15 years or 20 years from now. We cannot see that. But what we need to understand is, is that the quicker we start to invest, the quicker we start to build up, you know, the credit, I would say, build up the credit yes. points, I would say, um, the better it will become when we are a bit older in our, in our 50s in our late 20s mm. um, um, and the easier it will be for us also to get access to things that we're going to require the older we get thank you thank you so much for sharing you know these tips with us because i know us as young adults we really need it especially in today's you know day and times that we are living in i the one of the final questions i wanted to ask was are there any tips you have for the audience that they need to consider as we approach, you know, an economic recession? Yes. Um, yes, Zoe, thank you, Zoe. Thank you for for, answer, for asking the question. Um, yes, we know that we are entering into very, very tough times, um, 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 not only as people, but as people of the country. Our country um, is, is going through a very, very difficult time. And um, you know that we have already approached um, um, a recession Within our within our economy itself, so so what I what I would suggest or what I would say Zoe, is to our young adults out there 
what we what we need to do now is that I would say that the first thing is you need to reassess your monthly budget, mm-hmm. and with that, protect what you currently have. So if you have a house, protect that house, mm-hmm. meaning try and and pay the bond payment as far as possible, but protect what you have. Um, also, what I want to say, if you have built up a an emergency fund, um, do not cut that fund, right? Yes. Because because this fund because this fund will be able to help you to this fund can actually work for you as I can put it like that. Mm. Because if you have invested in an emergency fund and you don't touch it with economic recession becomes higher interest rates on investment. Oh really? So that's why I'm saying do not touch the emergency fund because if you have an emergency fund in the period that we are now in, you can get much, much higher interest rates um, from the bank itself. Uh, something differently I would say is, is that do not enter into more debt. Please do not enter into more debt because it will not help your, your situation. And I would say keep up with your normal contributions. So if you have investments, um, um, that you that you have done. If you have a retirement annuity fund that you that you have, um, keep up with your with your with your normal contributions. Even if we look at if you contribute towards a retirement annuity fund, the beauty part of that is when you submit your annual um, tax return, right? The tax portion that you have paid on the retirement annuity fund that you can get back as a refund. So. So that also is an important thing. That's why I say keep up with your normal contributions. Um, build, this, build up your skills on your on your on your CV, on your resume. Mm-hmm. Um, try to think out of the box. Try to start doing different things. Try to develop new skills. If it means that going to university and study another degree um, and part time, but just try and build some additional skills yes. that can earn, that can that can assist your life, your own personal life, that can add value in terms of your own worth. Because mm. the more skills you have, the more marketable you become. Um, the more options you also have. If it means that you're not, um, if it means you in the in the trade, go try and uh, acquire additional skills. So if you are a plumber, try and acquire some electrical skills um, that will make you more marketable mm-hmm. when you get a planning contract. You might, you, it's possible you can get the electrical contract also yes. because you've acquired that additional, that additional skill. Sit down and look at brainstorming. How, how can you create more innovative ways just to make extra and additional, and additional cash that's gonna, that's gonna take you through. So, and that's what I would say for our young adults, Zoe, what my approach would be now while we are in this economic recession as a country. Thank you so, so much, David, for joining myself and Zoe tonight. It's been absolutely amazing speaking to you. And I really think we need to do this again because these are talks that young adults don't have or maybe are too scared to ask or maybe yes. they... Because, you know, when people mention finances, it's kind of like, oh, let's not talk about it. Let me just, you know, let me just leave it as it is. But I think this was really necessary. And thank you so much for taking out time of your evening to speak to us it's only a pleasure it's only a pleasure and I agree that um, sessions like this will definitely add, add more value 
um, to, to, to the lives of our young adults out there. Um, because most of them is in, in, or most of us is obviously in a decision of our, or in a time of our life where we need to make critical decisions. So, so topics and discussions like this will always add value. And, um, thank you for the team that's given me the opportunity and the privilege to be able to, to chat to you and to be a blessing to, to the listeners. Yes. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. It's only a pleasure. You must enjoy your evening further. Thank you very, very much. And the same to you and to all the listeners out there. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Man, that was a chat and a half. And it was so relevant. It was a much-needed session. Right. The way we can conquer, like, the hold money has on us is to bring it out into the conversation, acknowledge it so that we can Mm. fix it, so that we won't know if we're making mistakes if we never talk about it. Exactly. And it is, like, it's kind of a sensitive topic, especially Mm -hmm. for young adults, because it's like you're getting into this, okay, I'm independent. But then, you know, when your parents ask you, do you have a... Retirement annuity. <laughs> like, what's that? Do you have this? Do you have that? And you're like, oh, let's not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm still adjusting to this and that. But it's things. You, it's questions you need to ask yourself. So and true. I, oh, I truly enjoyed this session. Same. Now let's go enjoy the Bible quiz section of the show. 180 degrees on Radio K Pulpit, seven to nine a.m. <laughs> So we have come to that part where your thinking caps need to go on, mm-hmm. where your brain juices need to flow. Mm-hmm. Where you can steal your sister's Bible school notes just to get <laughs> an answer. So we are, you've guessed it, we are at our Bible quiz question. And tonight's question goes a little something like this. To what city was Saul traveling when he encountered a great and blinding light? Mm-hmm. To what city was Saul traveling when he encountered a great and blinding light? Mm. You guys can give us your answers. Send us your answers on 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. Thank you to all of you who have sent in answers previously and for these past few weeks. We love it. We love the thinking caps. We love the captions that come with the answers. We absolutely love it. So if you know tonight's answer to tonight's question, send it through to us. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. So before we listen to that amazing tune with the music we give you here on 180 degrees, keeping Mm. it hot, we asked you a question. The question was, to what city was Saul traveling when he encountered a great and blinding light? Zoe, do you want to give a guess? Mm, you know, so much happened to him on that trip, right? <laughs> like, it's so crazy. Like, what? That's like the least craziest aspect of this. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Damascus. <laughs> Damascus is correct. Yes. So Paul was traveling to Damascus when he encountered a great and blinding light. Thank you to everyone who sent in answers. And remember, we are back next week with a new Bible quiz question. And 
time for you to put on your thinking caps again. But thank you so much. If you got Damascus right, you can give yourself a pat on the back. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. So we have come to our happy health tip mm-hmm. and I am so excited because we have been focusing on 31 simple ways to Zoe 31 simple ways to just improve your health your yes. happiness both on a physical level and a, and mental, a mental level. level. I really like these tips because I feel like they're so you know in tied to the happy health tip and also so relevant because oftentimes people do ignore their health especially when they get really busy or they just don't see it as important enough so i'm glad that we're focusing on this and also maybe focusing on one part of it and not the other part of it yeah but tonight we are going to give you some more happy health tips number one Start your day with a early morning with a healthy morning routine. Yes. I saw when I said early morning, Zoe looked up and she was like, <laughs> "What like, mm, is twelve still morning technically?" <laughs> so start each day with fulfilling activities that set the tone for how you want to feel, mm-hmm. whether that's inspired, relaxed, productive, or something else. And this is so true. Yeah. Because if I start my morning early and I decide, okay, I'm gonna do. I'm going to set some work aside for yeah. today. Then it's like my brain is in work mode. Yes. Then I will do work for, you know, the next, like my day, the tone is set. But if I tell myself, okay, let me watch one episode <laughs> of something. And so then my true. whole day goes like that. So I end true. up finishing a season. That's so, that's <laughs> like me, like how I had to re-angle my morning routine. Now I wake up, like I've told you for a couple months now, I've been waking up doing stretches. Mm. Used to be my first drink would be coffee. But, you know, you said that water is the thing to be yes. drinking first thing in the morning. I'm glad you're taking these health tips yes, in. Yes, as I should. I want to be happy and healthy. So that's what it is. Whenever I start the morning like that, I have a great and productive day and I feel so happy with myself for actually doing something. Mm. Number two. Number two says eat the rainbow. <laughs> okay, let me explain this. It's like rainbow sprinkles. It says, no, I'm like Skittles. <laughs> it says aim to eat all the colors of the rainbow each day, meaning mm-hmm. keep your plate colorful. Yes, you know, sweeties. Whether it be fruit. Chocolates, red so velvet. Come on. <laughs> whether it be fruit, whether it be veg, whether it be, you know, protein, mm-hmm. keep your diet colorful. It's so true. They Not make like green pastas, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have some smarties now. <laughs> Number three, floss your teeth. Ooh. Your throwback to floss. Bruh. Floss your teeth daily for good dental health and overall health. Not only does flossing daily protect your teeth and gums, but good get good dental health is also important for immunity and heart health. Wow. I didn't know that. Me neither. I do floss, but I just did it because someone, I saw a tweet one day and they were like, <laughs> not flossing is like getting into a shower and then like only like cleaning your, the parts of your body that will be on display and ah. expecting to be like fully clean. Cause you know, flossing gets in between gets in there. there. Yeah. Cause you have food stuck in your teeth a lot. <sighs> Floss. I need to invest in floss again. It's really good. Number four, spend time alone. 
Spending regular time alone helps to get to know and stay in touch with yourself. Mm-hmm. We're all constantly growing and changing, and alone time is an opportunity to check in with how you are doing and what you want so you can live your most intentional life. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Some people enjoy hiking, going for a walk or a run, and even just sunbathing as yeah. a healthy source of alone time. Mm-hmm. And you can also get some nice vitamin D that way. Yes, they said it's important. Mm. And our final one says, do things you enjoy. Yes. Oh, I love this. <laughs> do things you enjoy. This often gets overlooked as an essential element of healthy living. Mm-hmm. Doing things each day that you enjoy, whether that's exercise, baking, crafting, reading a book, watching TV, anything you enjoy doing, activities you enjoy doing, and focus on yourself doing those things personally because that is also another way to maintain happy a happy and a healthy life. That is so true. I feel like oftentimes, especially in the society, we want to feel like we're doing something mm-hmm. and being productive. So like working ourselves until we have like two hours of sleep. But so as true. productive as that can be, you know, there needs to be a balance where you do healthy things, you sleep enough hours, you eat enough rainbow foods. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then you enjoy yourself because we do need to, at the end of the day, enjoy our lives. This beautiful world that God has given us to live in and all these activities and hobbies that we have, all these gifts from God. Like, why would we not want to use them? Why would we not want to enjoy ourselves and enjoy this world and this life that we've been blessed to live? Yes, no, definitely. And maintaining a happy, healthy mm-hmm. life, come on. Most of it is most. And the, the tip we get the most is doing things you like. Yeah. It's smiling. Yeah. It's, you know, simple things that can change your whole mood. That can change your whole tone. That yeah. can change your whole day. So true. And, you know, they say, have fun. They say time flies when you're having fun. So true. And look where we're at now. Mm-hmm. We have the time to say goodbye. So true. This <laughs> is what I do for myself. That's fun. It's mm-hmm. really fun. Being Every there. Monday. Yes. Monday fun day. Indeed. I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoyed, you know, tonight's show and just getting yeah. those financial tips. Yeah. I so feel like I'm definitely going to use them Mm. i really i really needed to hear a lot of what i heard today (laughs) and i hope you guys are you know feeling more clued up or feeling more comfortable Mm -hmm. in a sense of you know finances for those of you that are young adults for those of you that are newlyweds for Mm -hmm. those of you that are first-time homeowners yes this was definitely for you and i hope and trust that you guys will put some of the tips into practice Yes, this has been 180 Degrees, signing Signing out. out.